Hello, hello, and welcome to our first All Talk, January All Talk of Rival and Queen. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. The first All Talk of 2022. So many things. We still haven't seen each other in this year. I know. It's so crazy. We have so much to talk about. So much has gone on since we took a break. We've had the holidays. We both had to quarantine with COVID. I left the country. Oh, man. I literally brought dinner to this podcast tonight. (laughs) If we were allowed to actually go to restaurants and record and and have dates, we would do that. But that would be problematic for restaurants who would let us. I bet they would. And just like, like corner us off somewhere. You'd have a bit of background. We could stop people. Mm-hmm. I know Mark, Mark, it, it would be a little bit of a nightmare for the sound, but I bet Mark could do it. I bet he could. He's our producer for anyone who's new here. I think we should, I bet there's someone listening. If you are listening and you own a restaurant or you work in a restaurant and you think that it would be funny to have us there recording one of our all talks one night, just hit us up. Do you know where I'd love to do right off the top Help. of my head? Obladi. <laughs> Only because they have those vibes. Yeah, they have those front seats, the window seats that are kind of a fishbowl vibe. So you can see everyone. I don't know. I think it would be a scene. I think that is a good idea. The other good corner. Totally. I think that is like totally good. The other place I was thinking of would be just because this is where I want to be right now in the downtown Brown Hound. There's like the fireplace, but you can get kind of like a nook. I feel like that would also yeah. be cozy, but I do think the fishbowl vibe at Obladi is like number. We could one. try both. We could do both. We could do more than one restaurant. I think, and like mm-hmm. we're not even, you know, this is off the top of our head. All right, put it yeah. into the universe. <laughs> See what comes back. Oh my goodness! But yeah, we're feeling better. We're back out in the world. We're so happy about that. But we have not yet united. And we need to make that happen in the next couple of days. I agree. Sarah's like leading the tramp uh, right now. As the, I leave my spaghetti. little mm-hmm. I, okay, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things we did while we were stuck at home during COVID, because I have nothing in depth to tell you about, but I have a thousand little things to tell you about. My voice is still weird. Yeah, you definitely still sound like you have a cold. Congested, yeah. I would call. I have to say, I I haven't given you the update, but for those of you who probably don't know this, but I lost my taste for three or four days and smell. I couldn't taste and smell, but it is back. (laughs) back? And I'm so happy. It's back. Thank God. Yeah, Yeah, you wrote me. I woke up. Oh my God, Sarah was the worst. I was actually out at dinner Friday night. It was my first dinner out. I went to drift. I was with a couple of the girls and I was like, I was worried about you. I was actually like, I think Ashley's having a hard day. And then you wrote me with like a thousand crying emojis saying that you lost your taste. And I was like, this is not good. (laughs) Oh yeah. Last Thursday. I mean, a lot of people, whether you have COVID or not, a lot of people are kind of in more of a isolation mode just because of the state of the union in many places and the weather's terrible. It's freezing. So on top of that, in trying to balance being kind of sick and stuck indoors to lose any sense of pleasure that you might be connected to 
is really, really sad. You feel like you've hit rock bottom. I was worried. You can't enjoy a piece of cheese. (laughs) I was very worried about you. Oh, I was, yeah, I was not happy. I, I had, I haven't, haven't drank since my vacation, but Friday yeah. night we made a little cheese board. I had a small glass of red wine and I thought this will be good. Surely I'll be able to taste this. I couldn't taste anything. There was no point. Like I didn't even drink it because what's the point? No, I've been feeling like that too. I haven't had any alcohol. Uh, I think since like January 4th. Just by chance, because I, because I was sick and I didn't want any. And then I just haven't, I still haven't wanted any. Cause like you said, when it's not, I don't know, the full experience, la full experience, you don't want it. Yeah. It's weird how, when you're not feeling hundred percent, there's certain things, even like coffee. I didn't really, and I haven't really drank coffee since I got sick, which is weird for me. It just mm-hmm. no interest. It just doesn't taste good. doesn't sit right. That's so weird. I've definitely been drinking coffee. I've been loving it. Okay. Did you watch anything fun through the COVID experience? I I did start watching Succession, which I watched before. So there's a new season of that. I've never seen that show. I've heard it's good. I started on the plane on the way home. I think I watched one or two episodes and then, I don't know, I was just figured might as well see what happens. It's okay. It's not that okay. great. Um, and then not, I wouldn't give it a rave review. The Emily in Paris. I started watching a few episodes of that. Cause I think her, is it season three? Season two know, just two. came out. Okay. So what did yeah. you think? Cause I watched this when I was packing up my Christmas tree at the start of January. So what did you think? I've only watched, I haven't watched many, maybe four episodes. I wasn't as into it as season one. This is so funny because we don't often watch TV. I found it too much. It was too much for me. Like trying too hard? Um, I think just like, too, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Okay. How did I find it too much? I did not like the scenarios that were coming out and the interpersonal uh, relationships felt too dramatic to me. There's a lot of complicated, yeah, relationship things that are happening. I will just say I was definitely less into it than the first time I watched it. It was kind of like light and airy and, you know, I would give it well, a Well, I beat. did hear that they've already picked up or been, um, they're, they're doing, picking up a season three and four. So there will be more, Sarah. We'll have to see. There we go. <laughs> okay. I, can I tell you, I hardly ever watched TV and I discovered like three shows while I was, Ooh, had COVID and was else? actually like resting. Okay. So. I I think I've already forgotten one of the shows, but I started watching only murders in the building. I watched that whole season, which was amazing. Oh my goodness. What's the one that I watched on Crave? It was short. Only murders in the building has Martin short and Steve Martin in it, which is hilarious. And Selena Gomez. And I just enjoy watching those two comedians together. It makes me so happy. Uh, I like, do you, do you just like think of father of the bride all the time? That was like my favorite movie yeah. growing up. I love so that good. movie. I'll have to check that out. Um, the other thing that I found, which I can't, I cannot believe I've never watched this until now is curb your enthusiasm. And I have decided that is the funniest se- series I've ever seen. Like way funnier than Seinfeld. Have you ever watched this? No, I haven't. So it's just all about Larry David who. You've seen Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I know what it's about. I just never watched it. 
So in, in, in Seinfeld, George's character is based on Larry David and his like ridiculousness. So I started watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I have a very uh, distinct approach to starting to watch shows that have multiple seasons. And what I like to do is start watching right in the middle. <laughs> so like, season six or seven is where I like to begin. Cause I feel like by then the show's got a cadence. It's been renewed. I don't have to go through the weirdness at the beginning. So I, is, I, is it, is it George's life? No, it's about Larry David, but like the character of George in Seinfeld is literally based on Larry David. Oh, for like some reason is, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was George. Why was I thinking it was Kramer? I was thinking it was him. Oh no. It's like, uh, he is just that like curmudgeon person, which is why I've been finding it so funny. But by chance, the first season that I watched of this was when they're doing like a Seinfeld reunion episode. And I, at 1am in my bed, as I'm like sick with COVID was laughing so hard that I was like choking and coughing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So I just think more people should watch that if you need to die laughing. That's so funny. I've never watched that. Sometimes it's good to go back and there's like classic, classic shows that people raved about and were so popular in their time. And I mean, they're, they're probably still equally as popular, but it's good to go back. Well, have you watched sex in the city or sorry, what is it called? Um, Oh yeah, no, I haven't watched that. I'm just like, not into, into that. I don't think I've heard bad things about it. And so I never got into it. I heard that they tried to fit every type of, um, diversity into two characters, basically. Because one of well, their big- not just that, especially in the first episode, first and second episode, it it was shoved down your throat. You could tell okay. that they were trying to like maybe let's just say wrong, make up for things they had not right wrongs, yeah, or yes. things that they hadn't covered and shown this like you know diversified kind of culture, which is New York City, and then they just tried to slam it in there, and it was just it's very very obvious, and it does continue. I've watched, I'm updated now and okay. it's kind of disappointing. I mean, Samantha's not there who was like the funny, fiery, sexy, hilarious, just like loved her. And now it's too serious. And I don't know. This is good. Impact. Listen, we never talk about this stuff. So if anyone's looking to get an assessment on entertainment, apparently we're here to provide it. Um, you haven't sold me on this. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I haven't been drawn to it. I had to just because I was the biggest, like I've seen every single episode of Sex and the City multiple times. I would start season Me one. Me too. Oh, I had to just to see. And okay. you know what? Just maybe just watch an episode. And I'm sure you've heard about the Chris Noth drama. So that kind of like, do you think it's a coincidence that he dies at the beginning and then he his character is non-existent on the show anymore and then all these allegations come out i find it a little suspicious you find that suspicious hmm maybe if they had like very good pr why did they just like kill him off Mm -hmm. i don't know but didn't they but didn't they didn't the allegations just come out after they talked about finding a way to bring him back into the story well i think that he was supposed to be in one of the later episodes, but now they've changed that and they've written him out, but it was probably like a flashback or something like that, but they're excluding that entirely. I just think it's weird. Like how 
if, I if think he would have continued to be in it, you know is, what I mean? Then what would they have done? I, they and now killed, it just so happened. would have just killed him later. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Okay, the other just one, like that. That's what it's called. <laughs> just like that. Okay. So we give that a maybe. Um, but curb your enthusiasm and give me an A. I will also tell you, I watched the show and Erica recommended this to me. Uh, this, the sex lives of college girls. And it's by Mindy Kaling on Crave as well. And I was dying. I was cringing, but also dying. I highly recommend it. It's very funny and light. Uh, I would give that a, a solid B plus. So just if you're looking for something to keep you entertained while you're stuck inside. And another one to mention, I don't know if you've heard of it, is 20 something on Netflix. They take a group of 20 something year olds and they all go to Austin, Texas. They give them a house of a female house and a male house. And it's actually a reality, but kind of doc. I don't know how to explain it. Like the peop, camera people aren't in the house. It's more big brother style. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> but it made me cry a few times because it's so interesting that you, that you get in the minds of these people and like a couple of them are virgins and it's their first time like away from home. And it's just, I don't know. It's like very heartfelt. And there's like this guy who's gay and he's just came out to his family and he's never lived alone. And he's so excited to start dating. I don't know. It's very sweet. And I was very addicted to it. All right. This is a different vibe for reality TV. All right. I feel that. I like that. This is like struck a heart, a heart string with you. And it also, Sarah and I really are interested in visiting Austin, Texas. And that's just like the cherry on top. The cherry on top. I agree. I I very much want to go to Austin, Texas. Okay. I have to tell you something not weird, but just funny and nostalgic, similar that I did recently. I had this book that in high school, I really enjoyed a novel. I like almost never read novels, but usually in January, it's like a gift to myself. I'm like, I'm going to read a fiction book and I love it. And I went and ordered this book I read in high school called A Matter of Honor and to see if I still liked it. I reread this. It's like 450 pages. I, I'm like sick with COVID, peak of my sickness. I sat on my co- couch all day from like 9 a.m. until 11 reading this, then went to bed and stayed up until 2.30 to finish this novel in one day. So you still liked it. I, I loved it. <laughs> and like, I was, I was like, having the conversation with myself, like it's two in the morning, you are sick. You need to go to sleep. But it was like so intense that my heart was pounding and I've just forgotten how good it is to just sit inside in the winter and read a book. And now I've started another one that I'm obsessed with. And again, last night I was up way too late reading. Reading does not put me to bed. I find it like sucks me in and wakes me up. Does it make you fall asleep? I started reading Big Magic on my trip, which I have maybe like a handful of pages left. I just haven't had, I didn't, yeah. I don't, wasn't in the mood to read as much. I did a few times last week, but when I was away, I think, cause I had so much more time and free time. It's so pleasurable to just read, to be like, I have nothing to do, but read today. But does reading um, put you asleep? It typically does. If I read in bed at night, like if I'm in my bed, I don't know. My brain's just like sleep. But sometimes I do it to calm my mind and kind of relax and get into that mentality. You know what I mean? Because it's just nice and cozy. 
But I am now trying to find out what I can do before bed to put myself to sleep. Because what I'm discovering is I get far too invested in the things that I'm reading and then I'm woken up. And so I'm in bed, but then I'm at full, full charge into these books that I'm reading. So I either need to find like some really boring things to read. I don't know what I'm supposed to do before bed. I'm at a loss. I know. And it's so weird right now. My sleeping, I know we talked about this last week. Our sleep was both just all over the place. Mine is still terrible. I had a terrible sleep last night. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping that cadence comes back to like normal life, like getting outside and stuff. But seems seems like I've got a scratchy throat right now. (laughs) We're, We're both still recovering, I think. I think although we are non contagious, we're still both recovering, which is, you know, that's life. I had to laugh. I went down to, I had received something in the mail that was for another tenant in my building. So I went down to the guest services desk to explain and bless Jerry. She was the first person I had seen in person in over a week in my isolation. And I just feel like I have to tell everyone that I just got out of isolation. Like, I feel like I felt socially awkward. I don't know. That's so funny. I to know. make sure she- like I was so happy to see her and talk to her. Oh, I love that. So love funny. So much. Okay. What else, Sarah, when you were, when you were sick or when you were just sick, mm-hmm. are, is there anything weird that you crave food wise? I know we talked oh, yeah. about like drinking, but like, what about food? Like, what do you, what were you eating all week? So thankfully, I think this would only happen to me. Thankfully, I had a roasted chicken that I had just cooked like two days before. So I had a full roasted chicken there um, and I was craving chicken broth and chicken soup. So I made, first of all, I had a bunch of chicken broth frozen in my freezer. So I whipped up some fresh chicken soup um, and then I made like fresh chicken broth and I very truly was like drinking that and it was so good, like hot and salty. And that was like the thing that I was craving. The other thing I loved was salt and vinegar chips. Cause I feel like my taste, I did not lose my taste or my smell. I kept cooking so I could smell things all the time, but I, uh, I was like loving salt and vinegar chips. Cause I feel like the flavor was just like so powerful. I could just like taste everything. I loved it. Ooh. Did you have, I, yeah. cravings? I, mean, I definitely, weird, but that's what I was living on. But it's so funny how you become your palate. Everything becomes so particular. And there's some things that you just like can't even stand the thought of. And then there's other things. I think if I could have, I would have eaten the same thing all week, which I kind of did. And was soup. I did make chicken soup um, after a few days when I was feeling a little better. But then my friend um, and neighbor, Sarah Arbuckle, went to Arthur's and brought me chicken noodle soup because I was like you. I just wanted hot, easy, like... I don't know. And crackers. All I want to eat when I'm not feeling well are crackers. So funny. I mean, the traditional things. I did eat a lot more. I will tell you, one day I was like, I'm going to bake something. I mean, it was a terrible idea. I was exhausted after I did it. But I made butter cookies, which I've never made before, but they are delicious. And I basically lived off those as well (laughs) for a week. I would eat an average of three butter cookies a day. <laughs> Chicken you know broth. What? We were in survival mode. So, do and salt and vinegar chips. You know, a mm. recipe for health. 
if and ever there was one for healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we are going to eat some cookies here in a few weeks. Our second annual cookie tasting. Did I just stutter? Cookie tasting. Our second annual chocolate chip cookie tasting review award. What are we calling it? Tasting. I think it's, yeah, you are going to get the recognition for specifically a chocolate chip cookie. If you are in the HRM, send us, we want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram, please. And tell us where your favorite cookie is. So here's what, here's a conversation I want to have with you. Are we still just doing the best chocolate chip cookie in Halifax? Is it just this chocolate chip or are we saying cookie broadly? I think we have to nail this down. Well, I'm glad we're having this discussion live. Um, I think it's important. I don't know because... (laughs) I think that it keeps it more focused. I agree. Let's stick with chocolate chip. To me, I just won't be able to eat. I think it will confuse the flavors even more because if I had a ginger cookie or oatmeal, whatever, I'd be like, oh, this is, yeah. No, I think we should keep it scoped. And a lot of places have a very interesting take on chocolate chip. So it's not as traditional. Okay. And we can do maybe a category that's like chocolate chip. I don't know. And something where they can have their extras in there as well or something. Okay. I'm so decided if you have recommendations for the best chocolate chip in Halifax, Dartmouth, Bedford, Sack, well, Sackville's a little far, but if you really think it's good, <laughs> bring them to us. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us because we're compiling the list for who needs to be considered for best chocolate chip cookie. We need to know. We need to know. And I think that we should, I think as like COVID weird times, some things are closed. So we need to be very specific in planning where we go and when we go. You know what I mean? Because we need to get a good, do we want like 20 cookies? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Remember that was the only eat. thing I ate that day because we did I it around lunchtime. Oh, they were so good at first. It's so hard to contain yourself. And then you feel like you're going to die after. I just, I just got an emergency pasta text from Katie. <laughs> what does that mean? She, I just got a text. Is it a hundred grams of pasta per person? So for anyone listening, if you're cooking pasta ever, a hundred grams per person. I learned that in my Italian cooking lessons. My mom used to have one of these sticks and it had circle. Do you know the ones I mean? And you put in yep. them. A <laughs> hundred grams. That's the amount. And that's a fulfilling amount. Okay. I love that. The other thing we want to tell you guys about is on January, I'm going to tell you the important date, January from now until January 22nd, you can order a pizza online to have a pizza night on January 29th in support. Just a couple days away. Just a couple days away in support of Family SOS. We are trying to sell the city out of pizza no matter where you are in the city, there is a pizza shop that is going to be able to deliver to you. We have teamed up with Family SOS and Team Armoyan to deliver some Woo-hoo. pizzas that night. So if you want to help us raise money, and basically if we sell the city out, the Armoyans are donating $20,000 and there's a bunch of different people donating $20,000 to Family SOS. So it's a great cause. If you're in the mood for pizza night, go to their website. 
which I forget what it is. Ashley, do you know what it is? Oh, I I'll know. Hallyfamousdelivers.ca. Go to hallyfamousdelivers.ca. Place your order and pizza will get delivered to you. You might even get a visit from us or someone else. Who knows? But you got to vote. And if you do this, please, this is the important part for Ash and I. Please go to hallyfamousdelivers.ca. Just on the homepage, scroll right to the bottom and vote for rival and queen and team or more. <laughs> That's all that we plug. need. And the, you can get literally any type of pizza. Tony's, Yaya, Salvatore's, Ronaldo's, Morris East, Alexandra's. So you know that those places are around where you live. So get, get on it. It's going to be fun. And I'm excited. Uh, who doesn't love pizza? All right. So let's do our January favorites, Ash. Fave, fave things for January. You fave ready? Fave things. <laughs> what's I'm your, ready. what's, what's, I'm going to do food last because I'm having a hard time getting into my winter eating rhythm and I need some tips and recommendations. So let's do food last. Let's let's start. Oh, I off. know mine. <laughs> no, you're starting at the end. Oh no, I've got mine, but I want to have a deeper conversation. A deeper okay. conversation. Um, okay, favorite product right now. I got a new pair of AirPods because my other ones stopped working. And I have to say, when they're on the fritz, I was not happy. And then Jeff surprised me with a new pair. And I have to say, I love them so, so much. Are they the pros? Are they the ones that have? No, I just got the same. No, I just got the same ones we had. Like the second I'm happy about those. Yeah, I I just love them so much. And they were on our gift list with Halifax Shopping Center. So nice work, Jeffrey. Husband. Yeah, the other one just kept dropping. Oh, they just no. would just disconnect and I'd be at the gym and it was always the left one. And it was very annoying. I wanted to throw them. So, okay. That's fair. Um, I, my favorite product, I've got two right now. I'm reading the book, normal people. Very, very, very into that. Um, just obsessed with it. The other thing that I'm really into is the software called YNAB and it's, you need a budget, but I've started using it as my budgeting tool. Um, because hilariously I can now get paid quarterly, which is, which is really funny to watch me try to manage (laughs) on a three month basis, my finances. Um, and so I got this because it's easy to kind of just track where my money's going and how much is set aside and all that stuff, uh, which is much better when I'm getting paid every three months. But I am obsessed with this tool. It's like already I've canceled some subscriptions. I've adjusted how I'm like spending. It's so easy to use. It takes a little time to get set up, but like I have to advocate for this. And the other thing I have to advocate for, we did have someone on talking to us about money once, did we not? Yeah, Danielle Sopa. Danielle Sopa. Okay, Danielle. Oh, I love her. She's so great. One of the things Danielle told us that... I'm not always great at, but this is a very good reminder is since I've been setting up this software, I've been going back through all my credit card and bank statements. Um, and of course today I find a bunch of charges for stuff that I didn't even know I had subscriptions for. One of them being an Amazon audible account that is like a non-membership that you get billed once a year. And I, anyways, I was furious. That happened to me before with Amazon. So this is your friendly reminder to go back through your credit card and see if you've got any weird charges that come through that need to be canceled or things that you are not really subscribed to. 
It's such a good point because even if it's only $20 a month or it's a something that's renewing in January or whatever, you're like, you don't, if you're not using it, get rid of it. It's a waste of money. Exactly. So I just recently did that. So I was super, 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 super stoked. So that is my favorite product right now. Um, Ashley, favorite song. I have to say it is, I may have said this one before, but it is justified by Casey Musgraves. I listen to it. I find it's one of those songs, even when I was away, I put it on. It just like puts me in a nice state. I've never heard that song. I'm going to have to go get it. I feel like you probably have. Justified. I love Casey Musgraves. You'll be just singing it all day. I find it just like I could be working and it's one that's just on. It's not bothersome. Because you know how sometimes you have music on and you're trying to work and there's some you just cannot work to. I'm with her. You can. I have to tell you right now, I'm going deep on Taylor Swift's re-release of the Red Album. Love Taylor Swift, as we all know. Not surprised. No. And the very first night, I love that song. That's my jam right now. I haven't heard it. The other one, I will like. I'm just dying. This episode, we've talked about so many TV shows. I also watch so many movies. I never watch TV and movies. So this is just like the funniest thing for me. This is my only point of reference right now. I watched the movie Belfast, which I really like. It's it, it's done really well at a bunch of film fests, but they use the song Everlasting Love in it. And it's, and it's got me back into that one. So I'm also enjoying that song. Do you want to sing it for us? Everlasting love. I don't know any of the words. I'd have to really hear it. Um, yeah. So that's about as much as you're getting from me. Okay, Ash, favorite food? Mine is hamburgers. I think I had three or four what? hamburgers when I was on vacation. <laughs> and they had the food at our resort was actually really, really done really well. And you could get beach takeout every day. And of course, I'm like, I want to take my food out and eat on my beach chair. Jeff and I would think, oh, we should try this. We should try that or the fish or the barbecue chicken that they had. Next every time day we'll get food. this. <laughs> Burgers. They were so good. They were, it was like a real burger with just fresh lettuce, tomato, onion, and like ketchup mustard. You know what I mean? It was just mm-hmm. basic, but like so good. And now because I'm home, all I can think about is getting a burger. I'm like a good one. I know what you mean. That like, yeah, I'm with you, girl. I'm with you. And you don't feel gross after you eat it. It just felt like hit the spot. I don't know what my favorite food is right now. Like legit, it's homemade chicken soup. But, you know, I've kind of already gone on about my love affair with that. So I'm going to tell you the other thing that I'm really into right now. This is not practical, but this is not what our favorites are for. It's oysters and French fries. And that's what I've been getting when I've been going out to restaurants lately, like literally a large serving of oysters. And then I want French fries. Ooh, so salty. I, that's, that's my In a favorite good way. right now. <laughs> and I'm that. obsessed. I, I love those things too. But if anyone has any recommendations on their favorite winter meals, please tell us. We got to post this on Instagram, Ash, because I need like suggestions for how to nourish myself this time of year. I'm always like a bit at a loss because I don't like salads in the winter. You know, like what am I eating? Help me. I know. And it's hard to shift from the holiday. It's just a hard time to kind of figure out. I recalibrating. So We're recalibrating. What do it's I tough. eat? It's tough. And <laughs> yeah, I had ordered a huge Walmart order only because I did Superstore and I didn't get half of the stuff. And I have so much delicious, healthy 
full things that I can make meals out of, but I don't want any of it. So someone please <laughs> help, help us get our taste buds back on track. Somewhere. Maybe we'll have know. to do a food swap. We'll just bring all of our food that we have together and we'll each swap. I like that idea. All right, guys, we love you so much. We're happy to be back with you this January. We're on the mend. We're excited for the year ahead. We're excited for the cookie tasting coming up. Send us your recommendations for that. We love you. Is there anything else, Ashley? Well, we hope, I hope we see people in person soon. And if you do, give us, give us some love. Give us a hug and a high five. We miss you all. Couple winks. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Bible and Queen. We love to hear from you.